Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. Let's get into it. The Audi e-tron GT looks even more striking as a shooting break. The Audi e-tron GT is based on the same J1 platform as the all-electric Porsche Taycan. Porsche's, no, Ford, sorry, Ford's 2022 Maverick pickup truck quietly enters production in Mexico. Ford said that they have to build 21 examples of a new pickup model at their new Mexican factory. This rediscovered video lets us hear the brutal sound of a V8 Prius. This GT300 spec Prius GT race car has a mid-mounted 3.4 liter V8 with 300 horsepower. Volkswagen promises one major over-the-air update every quarter for ID models. VW says this will ensure all ID models will be kept at the same software level as new cars throughout their life cycle. Williams releases images of 2021 F1 car after hackers spoil special AR launch. The team says its 2021 livery is inspired by their dominant cars from the past. Confirmed, Ford Europe drops Mustang EcoBoost 4-pot due to low sales. V8 models live on. Since its launch in 2015, the Ford Mustang EcoBoost accounted for just 15% of UK sales. TechArt revisits the Porsche Taycan, gives it a custom interior. The German tuner says it will soon launch other upgrades for the Porsche Taycan. This man builds street-legal miniature cars, some of which are made of old refrigerators. Ernie Adams has made quite a few, but one of the gems of his collection is a 1949 Mercury replica. NASCAR Cup Series racing on dirt for first time in 50 years, and no one knows what to expect. The Bristol Motor Speedway has been covered in clay and dirt for a 250-lap race. Oh, God. 2021 Nissan Navara, new ute launched in Australia, and prices start at 33890 Australian. Nissan's new Navara is powered by a 2.3-liter diesel engine with single or dual turbos. Police chase a stolen Porsche 911 GT3, eventually bump the thief off the road. It took four police vehicles to box the Porsche in and bring the chase to an end. 2022 Genesis G G70 coming to America this spring with a matte launch edition. The special edition features unique styling inside and out. After chips, automakers could face a shortage of foam used in seats. As if the semiconductor shortage or semiconductor shortage wasn't enough, car makers might feel the pinch of a foam shortage. Is this the Ferrari A12 version special? And what happened to its rear window? Leaked photos showed, share, sorry, shared to Instagram suggest that the hotter version of the Ferrari A12 Superfast will be Superfast will be significantly improved. America's latest EV is the three-wheel, sorry, is this three-wheel monstrosity? RC, I think it's RC Moto. The RC Moto Roadster is an electric trike that's slated to cost twenty-three thousand nine hundred dollars. And considering it looks like that, I don't think it's worth that much. Larger Land Rover Defender 130 coming within the next 18 months. The model should be 13.5 inches longer than the Defender 110. VW to introduce at least one EV every year. ID4 GTX coming soon. VW, did I say Volvo? I meant VW. VW also confirmed new generations of the Golf, Passat, Tiguan, and the T-Rock. Ford may have built certain 2021 Bronco Sport SUVs with incorrect front lower control arms. This is the second recall of the 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The Ram 1500 TRX is much quicker than you may expect. The Ram 1500 TRX's 6.2 liter supercharged V8 makes it a beast in a straight line. 
Porsche dealer renders new 911 GT3 in paint-to-sample colors. Driving the Porsche 911 GT3, and by the way, we will get into the new GT3 soon, is a 4-liter naturally aspirated 6-cylinder with 502 horsepower. The full trailer for Netflix's Drive to Survive F1 docuseries has landed. The new series of Formula 1 Drive to Survive debuts on March 19th. In 2020, the U.S. recorded the largest spike in traffic death rates in nearly 100 years despite pandemic restrictions. Even though the numbers of miles driven went down in 2020, the number of fatal crashes went up. Top Gear takes a dive into Aston Martin's new F1 car and the Valkyrie hypercar. The Aston Martin <laughs> Valkyrie really does have many F1-inspired parts. Lamborghini Urus facelift to reportedly introduce new 808 horsepower FEV option. If this report is correct, then the Lamborghini Urus' second generation isn't due until 2028? Oh, the second generation. Okay. Okay, I get it. U.S. enthusiasts are petitioning for the BMW M3 Touring to be sold stateside. Neither the Mercedes-AMG C63 estate or Audi RS4 Evant are sold in the U.S. NHTSA working with Tesla to see if steering yoke is legal. Tesla's steering yoke has been ruled to be legal in the U.K. and the Netherlands. VW Trinity Project teased. Flagship electric sedan to set new standards in range and charging speeds. Set to go into production in 2026, VW's Project Trinity will offer charging speeds as fast as refueling. This is what a loaded $272,229 Taycan Cross Turismo looks like with Porsche's configurator. The Porsche on Taycan uh, Cross Turismo Cross, sorry, Cross Turismo online configurator is live. How would you spec yours? Jaguar Land Rover CEO admits reliability issues have cost the company 100,000 sales per year. Jaguar Land Rover CFO said the company's warranty costs have been halved recently. FCA bought 362 million worth of CO2 credits in Europe last year, mostly from Tesla. Stellantis, though, is expecting the company to spend a bit less in regulatory credits this year. Fast and Furious 9 has been delayed yet again, now set to premiere on June 25th. Yet another delay for for Fast 9, but this one might mean that you get to see it in theaters. Haas F1 claims 2021 livery isn't designed to circumvent sporting ban on Russian flags. Drivers aren't allowed to drive under the Russian flag following an Olympic doping scandal that led to a two-year ban. Renault opening European order books for 2021 Arcana this month. The 2021 Arcana being sold in Europe is based on the CMFB platform, also used by the Clio and the Captur. 24 Hours of Le Mans delayed until August as organizers want spectators. Last year's 24 Hours of Le Mans race was also delayed because of the coronavirus. Could India play host to a Gigafactory one day? Government officials want it to happen and to undercut China. Indian officials want Tesla to build cars and are even willing to undercut China. Privateer teams unveils bespoke Audi Quattro rally car for the WRC. The car is based on an Audi A1 and rocks a 1.6 liter turbo with 263 horsepower. A return to F1 would be of great interest to Porsche thanks to E-Fuels. E-Fuels could attract one of the world's great motorsports, ba motorsports brands back to the premier open-wheel open racing series. Volvo's global sales improved by nearly a third thanks, to large, thanks largely to China. In the, first two, in the first two months of the year, Volvo shifted more than 110,000 110, vehicles globally. Mercedes AMG GT Black Series gets 778 horsepower and $20,000 center locking wheels. The 20 inch wheels by Wheels and More are shod in 285.30 front and 335.30 rear tires. New car sales rise in Australia. MG, of all brands, cracks into the top 10 best selling car makers. 
Toyota remains Australia's most popular brand, though, while the Hilux is the best-selling vehicle. FedEx going EV only. GM's new bright, bright drop unit could benefit. FedEx will be the first customer to receive GM's new EV600. Stellantis boss opened a dropping G Cherokee name after Cherokee Nation request. There's been a lot of news about why well, I say that. There, there, is a, there has actually been a lot of news about it, and it was trending on Twitter. So I suppose we'll, we should get into that in the, uh, in the second part of this podcast. Porsche Taycan could spawn additional variants, including a more traditional wagon. A coupe and a convertible are possible too. Thanks to Moliner, your Bentley Bentayga can have stone veneers and tweed accents. Moliner also offers 103 painted veneer options. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for this segment. I will see you all after the break. Hey, hey, everyone, we are back. 2021 Nissan Rogue getting update to improve front passenger safety. Nissan will replace the passenger side airbag module and seatbelt in certain Rogues. Honda launches new Legend with hands-free L3 driving assistance tech in Japan. Honda's new Sensing Elite Driver Assistance Package allows drivers to take their hands off the wheel. I'm not sure I like that idea, but whatever. 2022 Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer to debut on March 11th. The era of the full-size Jeep is upon us once again. Catalytic converters are worth their weight in gold thanks to rising material prices. Catalytic converters use rhodium, which is worth a staggering $28,500 and out. Jeep's Compass Bay 7-seater spy testing in northern Sweden. The new Jeep 7-seater has been codenamed the H6, or as the British would say, the H6. <laughs> new Volkswagen Golf R can hit 60 miles per hour in just 4 seconds. Not Once upon a time, not long ago, that would have been Charger SRT392 fast. The new Volkswagen Golf R has a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder with 315, I guess that should be horsepower, and 310 pound-feet of torque. Bugatti launches new global service program for the Veyron and Chiron. Your Bugatti will become eligible for it after, after it passes an official 85-point inspection. New Taycan Cross Turismo is Porsche's electric all-road that starts at $90,900. Adjusted for spec, Taycan Cross Turismo is only $1,530 more than the sedan, says Porsche. 2022 Kia Stinger to cost more than entry-level 2021 Genesis G70. The 2022 Kia Stinger costs more, but comes with a new 2.5-liter turbo engine in base guise. Gunther Works unveils gorgeous Irish Green 993 Remastered Commission. This latest Gunther Works 993 Remastered has a 4-liter flat-six engine. Acura wants to re-establish itself as a performance brand before working on EVs. Acura is too busy on working on reasserting its performance bona fides to worry about EVs right now. Mercedes teases new EQS electric luxury sedan's chunky profile. The EQS will target the Audi e-tron GT, the Porsche Taycan, and the Tesla Model S. Hacker finds way to substantially reduce GTA Online's loading times. Load times for, for Grand Theft Auto are notoriously long on PCs, but there might be a simple solution. Volvo XC20 small SUV due around mid-decade with electric powertrain? The rumored XC20 should be part of Volvo's all-electric vehicle family. First official look inside Kia's new K8 sedan that we won't be getting in America. The Kia K8 has an all-new design with a massive curved display on the dashboard. Skoda Kushak shows a youthful interior in official design sketches. Skoda will officially unveil the Kushak small crossover on March 18th. See the European 2021 Toyota Mirai rear-wheel drive fuel cell car in over 150 photos. Toyota has faith that the new Mirai is going to win a lot of customers. I think it'll win far more than the old one did. 
I'm not sure it'll win enough to be a commercial success, though. But only time will tell. Hyundai first to register hydrogen fleet in Australia. Hyundai beat Toyota by registering the first Australian fleet of FCEVs. Porsche Taycan 4S art car heading to auction next month. The Porsche Taycan 4S was created by artist and painter Richard Phillips. Get your Jeep Wrangler Unlimited Willys Edition in Australia from 61,941 Australian. Jeep's new Wrangler Unlimited Willys pays homage to the Willys Overland CJ3A. With that out of the way though, let's read some of the articles, starting with the over-the-air updates for the ID models. Volkswagen has announced that not only will the ID3 and ID4 get over-the-air updates, but starting in September 2020, sorry, starting in summer 2021, they'll get one every three months. This will ensure that all delivered ID models will be kept at the same software level as new cars throughout their life cycle, said Thomas Olbrich, the VW, the VW brand's head of technical development. Over-the-air updates will also be the new normal in cars in the future. It already is kind of a normal now. The OTA updates will be will be handled. That probably should say will be handled. Will be handled by ID Digital, a newly established software team put together for this purpose. The development of the MEB platform and more specifically the ID3 was mirrored in software issues initially. The brand sought to remedy that by moving much of its software development in house as it as it could. I wonder if more and more automakers, particularly Stellantis, will start making a a, a separate firm for for the software in their vehicle, so more of it can be in house. I wonder. Basically, I wonder if they're gonna go in a similar similar direction as VW in three years, four years. Early reviews of the ID4 though have complained that despite the crossover's competence, its infotainment system is almost a deal breaker. Slow and unresponsive, Doug DeMiro complained, that it was more akin to an infotainment system from 2007 than something you'd expect in a brand new electric vehicle. Volkswagen now says that with these over-the-air updates, it will be able to quickly improve the ID model software and customers' interaction with the car. Indeed, cars produced as of last week, cars produced as of last week are already getting ID software 2.1 as standard. Owners in Europe are now able to update their ID3s and ID4s too. The introduction of the over-the-air updates is the next important step in our transformation into a tech company and in the development of new business models, said Raf Brand. I can't figure out how to say the last portion of his of his last name. I'm sorry. CEO of the VW brand. Let's go into the new Bronco Sport recall next. The 2021 Bronco Sport is being recalled for the second time in the United States after Ford discovered that certain units might have been assembled with the incorrect front lower control arms due to a supplier manufacturing error. All vehicles included in the safety campaign, 106 units in total, with a 50% estimated defect rate, were produced on December 9, 2020, and they will have to be taken back to dealers who will inspect them and install the correct control arms if necessary at no cost to the owners. Vehicles with an incorrect lower control arm may experience reduced stability during aggressive driving maneuvers, increasing the risk of rollover under maximum roof load, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration uh, explains, adding that the automaker is unaware of any accidents or injuries due to this issue. The supplier, Martin Martin Automotive Structures in Mexico, I probably got that slightly wrong, produced front suspension modules with incorrect front lower control arms due to insufficient material control. Dealers became aware of the problem last month. The recall is expected to begin on April 5th, when the owners of the affected Bronco Sport SUVs will be notified by Ford. The official number for this recall is 21SO3. Once again, the official number for this recall is 21SO3. And Ford's customer service can be reached at 1-866-436-7332. Once again, you can reach Ford's customer service at 1-866-436-7332. 
Owners can also contact the NHTSA's hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's the NHTSA's hotline at 1-888-327-4236 should they have any questions on the topic. The latest recall for the Bronco Sport comes, comes just weeks after Ford announced that 1,666 units of the SUV could, be, could have been assembled with rear suspension modules that were not fully such, uh, secured to the subframe. Looks like the new Bronco Sport has a handful of teething problems. Next, we move on to Jaguars and Land Rover's reliability problems. The newly appointed chief executive of Jaguar Land Rover has addressed the company's quality issues and revealed the extent to which they have been impacted they have impacted its sales. During a recent investors call, Theory Balor, hopefully I got that right, said that the company has made dramatic improvements on reliability. He did, however, acknowledge that the dissatisfaction of our customers was really detrimental to our natural volume, added that the missed opportunities are massive. It's more than 100,000 healthy sales that we could perform. The British company's vehicles have been long viewed as unreliable and raft with quality issues compared to its rivals. In a recent J.D. Power dependability survey, Jaguar ranked, ranked in third last, while Land Rover was ranked last with 244 problems per 100 vehicles, PP100, experienced during the past 12 months by original owners of three-year-old vehicles, significantly worse than the industry standard of 121 PP100. Balor assured investors that Jaguar Land Rover has made quality improvements since he took the helm, stating that dissatisfaction Dissatisfaction issues among owners are now at a record low with 2021 model year vehicles. The JLR head of development, Gary McGovern, added that future vehicles will be simpler and encounter fewer issues. Auto News reports, We are reducing the complexity of our vehicles massively. The result will be, a fewer, will be that fewer things going wrong because the process will not be as complex, said McGovern. The company's finance chief, Adrian Martle, stated, that in an investor call on January 29th, J that JLR's warranty costs have fallen significantly as its quality levels improve. Noting that in nine months to the end of December 2020, warranty costs nearly halved to £489 million pounds, or $680 million from £812 million pounds, or $1.12 billion in the same time period a year earlier. Now let's get on to the Jeep Cherokee and Grand Cherokee and Cherokee Nation. Jeep's new parent company, Stellantis, has left the door open to changing the name of the Cherokee, but has shown no signs of doing it soon. This follows a report from last month in which Chuck Hoskin Jr., principal chief of the Cherokee Nation, suggested that the use of the nation's name on a car was inappropriate. Stellantis' president, Carlos Tavares, said in an interview with the Wall Street Journal that if there was a problem, the company would solve it. At this stage, I don't know if there is a real problem, Tavares stated. We are ready to go to any point up to the point where we decide with the appropriate people and with no intermediaries. In a recent follow-up interview with Automotive News, Chief Hoskins said that Jeep had reached out to him, but that it had seemed to respectfully decline to drop the Cherokee name. He did seem optimistic, though. They also left the door open, I think, for further discussions, and so did we, said Hoskins. So I think it was a good discussion in that respect. The topic is part of a wider cultural discourse about the misappropriation of certain names or the use of words that are considered offensive, with sport teams in Cleveland and Washington both changing their names. Hoskins said, that he, Hoskins said he feels that this is a better time to be, having this, to be having this discussion than ever before. In 2021, the country is in a better position than they've ever been, say a generation ago, to think about what it means to use the name of native peoples, said Hoskins told Autom said Hoskin when he told... Oh, right, no, Hoskin told Automotive News. 
Beyond just the Jeep issue, to depict our culture in the forms of mascots or chants at football stadiums, I think the country's in a better place to have a discussion about, about those and hopefully move away from those depictions and those name usages. Although Jeep said in a statement that its vehicle's names was supposed to honor the Cherokee Nation, there's an idea, sorry, that's an idea that was challenged by both Chief Hoskin and scholars. Speaking to car and driver in February, Amanda Cobb Greetham, I hope I got that right, a professor at the University of Oklahoma and the director of the school's Native Nation Center, argued that names like Cherokee and Mojave and Comanche, and Comanche, I think I got that right, are designed less to celebrate these people than to profit off them. If you're going to honor somebody, give them an award, she summarized. If you're going to name a product after them, you're selling. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all for the break and the final segment. Hey, hey, we are back for the final segment. The F1 was McLaren's masterpiece, and one is currently for sale in the U.S. This McLaren F1 is just is one of just seven units originally sold in the U.S. Aston Martin got James Bond to help launch his 2021 F1 car. The AMR21 is Aston Martin's first Formula One car since 1959. Jesus. Say, SAIC's Maxxis RV is a Lux Villa on on wheels with a second level and an elevator. So basically, it's Jeremy Clarkson's old Citroen camper vehicle. That's what that is, but much more intelligently designed. 2022 Honda Civic hatchback drops camo and reveals more details. The redesigned Honda Civic will debut this spring. Neo share, shares drop as chip shortage threatens production. Neo is the latest car company to fear production shortages as share prices drop amidst wide losses. National Hot Rod Association looking at electric drag racing. The NHRA wants to make electric cars a bigger part of the drag racing picture. 2021 Kia Nero Hybrid and Plug-in Hybrid arrive with new tech. The 2021 Nero Hybrid starts at $24,690. Michigan State Police catch Dodge Charger going 100 miles per hour over the speed limit. The driver was doing 155 in a 55 mile per hour zone. Jesus. Alfa Romeo's new certified pre-owned website allows you to buy online. Alfa certified pre-owned vehicles come with a 5-year warranty and a 169 point inspection. And I thought the Bugatti one was crazy. Jesus. Hertz gets 4.2 billion rescue. Billion rescue bid from investment firms to exit bankruptcy. Hertz gets the investment it's been angling for as well as a plan to get out of bankruptcy by midsummer. Ohio Senator wants direct sales exemption made for Lordstown Motors. Lordstown Motors says it has 100,000 orders for the endurance pickup truck. LA driver sneaks into carpool lane with super realistic mannequin, mannequin but the cops were no dummies. The ploy had apparently been working for a year and a half when one officer caught the dupe. Now the driver is facing at least $400 in fines. Infinity kills the F1-inspired BMW M4 rivaling coupe in favor of more crossovers. Boo! Boo! Lame! You're lame, Infinity! Get out of here with that nonsense. The Redout F1 co-developed Super Coupe is out as dealers ask for more crossovers. Dealers, come on! What are you doing? Ah, dang it. VW, VW World's whatever that is? Germans use AI to monitor social media and detect supply chain risks. The AI system puts Westworld's RoboHum to shame by monitoring media from around the world to keep track of its suppliers. LA Sheriff's Department investigating black box from Tiger Woods' Genesis GV80. Despite early indications that this was purely an accident, the, invest the investigation is ongoing and the Sheriff's Department wants more information. Ford is giving $1,000 to Mustang Mach-E owners impacted by delivery delays. 
The Ford Mustang Mach E, sorry, the Ford Mach E was delayed so the carmaker could perform more quality checks. Avant Design is developing a body kit to overhaul the new BMW M4. This body kit for the BMW M4 adds flared arches and a fixed rear wing. Rivian is hiring engineers to work on solid-state batteries. The Rivian R1T and R1S both utilize lithium-ion battery packs. Take a peek inside the upcoming Audi Q4 e-tron electric SUV. Audi will probably uncover the Q4 e-tron and Q4 e-tron Sportback in a few months. Cupra Formenter and Polestar 2 awarded 5-star rating in Euro NCAP crash tests. Moreover, Euro NCAP updated the safety ratings of the Lexus UX300e and Renault Arcana. Toyota Europe names Matt Harrison as new CEO, succeeding Johan van Zyl. I hope I got that right. Harrison will lead Toyota's plan to launch 10 new EVs in Europe in the next 10 years. Sorry, in the next few years. Two Americans have been accused of orchestrating Carlos Gosen's escape and have been extradited to Japan. Lawyers for the Taylors claimed they could be subjected to mental and physical torture by Japanese authorities. Mercedes-Benz showcases the innovative hyperscreen of the EQS. The Mercedes-Benz EQS hyperscreen includes the gauge cluster infotainment and a passenger screen. Toyota confirms new city car for Europe will share platform with the latest Yaris. The all-new 2022 Toyota Igo will launch with a small internal combustion engine. Jaguar J-Pace and Land Rover Road and Land Rover Road Rover. Why? Why is that a name? That's stupid. Apparently, have been axed. Officials also suggested the planned XJ replacement, which was canned, was underwhelming. This Alpine is Fernando Alonso's new company car. Renault rebrands as Alpine for Fernando Alonso's F1 return. 2021 Mazda CX-8 updated with two new variants in Australia, including a luxurious six-seater. The 2021 Mazda CX-8 is now available in Touring SP and Asaki LE trims. Lunas adds a $490,000 Bentley S3 Continental, Fly Continental Flying Spur to its classic EV range. The British firm already offers electric conversions for the Range Rover and the Rolls-Royce Phantom. SWAE creates a 900 horsepower McLaren 720S that somehow is even more extreme than the 765 LT. This carbon fiber body kit for this tuned McLaren 720S has been 3D printed. NHTSA launches investigation into 1.9 million Toyota RAV4s for possible electrical fire. No recall yet, but the NHTSA is looking into fire starting in RAV4 engine bays. Let's talk about that before we end the podcast. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, has opened a preliminary investigation into the fourth-generation Toyota RAV4 following reports of fire starting at the 12-volt battery. The NHTSA says that it is investigating RAV4s made between 2013 and 2018 after receiving 11 failure reports. The fires may be coming from shorts originating in the battery hold frame. These can cause a sudden loss of electrical power, stalling, and fires. According to the NHTSA, Four of the reports claim that the fire started while the engine was not running. The Associated Press asked a Toyota representative if vehicles should be stored outside, but the automaker declined to speculate. The representative did say, though, that the automaker is cooperating with the NHTSA in this investigation. So far, there appears to be an overlap between vehicles with the reported fault and vehicles that were repaired or had their batteries replaced. That suggests that improper battery installation was likely a factor in these issues. The NHTSA, though, is opening the preliminary investigation to better understand the contributing factors and frequency of fires. The RAV4 was the best-selling crossover in the U.S. for 2020, a title it has long held. The vehicles aren't being recalled just yet, but they could be depending on the findings of the investigation.
That though is gonna mark the end of this podcast. I dupe you all. I do. I dupe. I do hope you all enjoyed. If you did, then please make sure to like, comment. Sorry, make sure to like the podcast, share the podcast, and follow. Well, like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. I'm just butchering everything today. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, I really do appreciate that. Please make sure to hit the little notification bell and then all notifications. That way you're notified every time I upload. I do have an announcement to say right now, though. I am streaming on Twitch, Cody's Car Conundrum. I am going to be doing Rocket League at 2, well, technically 3 p.m. MST to 5 p.m. MST. But I think the stream is going to start a little bit sooner because I'm going to be starting off with a tournament and I need to boot up Rocket League to sign up for that tournament before it actually starts. So once again, go to Twitch and then type in Cody's Car Conundrum and I will be streaming there today. Anyway, though, if you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the pod being mobile app, well, hey, that's not a problem. Just make sure to boot up wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.